everyone, Dave and Jeff, our second podcast of the week. We are recording this on a Thursday <laughs> night for Leisure Fryer, who freaked out when you do one on Monday. I apologize. How'd I you got like something that? to do. How'd you like that gif of me just drumming his head? Like his feedback. <laughs> it was worked out, worked out kind of well, didn't it? <laughs> it was great. Uh, what a day. What a day is right. A lot went on. A lot went on this whole week since we've this, been off. This whole week, there's been a lot to get you caught up on. We'll try to do it as quickly as we can. Wink, wink. Um, we had had a conversation amongst some friends that we really didn't know what had happened to Dan Cilio. Because if you remember, he was talked about during the whole thing when it was going back and forth between him and Kaplan and 1090 yeah. and the whole deal. And I kind of enjoyed the radio wars. We weren't really involved with it, but we were just watching. And somebody said to me the other day, I think it was Stevie Woods, said to me the other day, he goes, dude, what happened? Silly has kind of gone radio silent. I go, man, I, I don't think about 97.3. Yeah. And so for a couple of days, I had thought, let me just check in and, and see what he's doing. Well, again, out of sight, out of mind, I yeah. didn't think of it. But for whatever reason today... At about 7 o'clock this morning, I thought, oh, man, let me see if it's the same show. And it's the exact same show, <laughs> and which is awful. But I, I kind of, it's so bad that I'm just sitting there, and he is spending 10 minutes talking about how there's no paper towels in the men's room at the intercom building. And just going back and forth and how they got to use the little hand dryer and it's this and it's that. And it's still all about paper towels. And I'm like, man, how long is, I'm just like, how long is he going to go with this yeah. before at some point he moves on to sports? And uh, he looks out at the couch and his producer is out there sitting next to Kelly Danick, the traffic woman. And he goes, hey, look, it's our own Harvey Weinstein out there on the casting couch wow. next to Kelly. Wow. And you go, uh, that's probably not the best no. thing to say, right? No. But, all right. And now he says, uh, he goes, you know, I don't wear underwear and I can't wear white pants. And he goes, but this line actually made me laugh. All things being fair. He goes, but, he goes, I don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom, because I don't want to make any of you listen to another Chris Ello promo. Oh, my gosh. I, I go, now, God yeah. damn it. You yeah. do that every day, Dan. That's what we do. We always sit there and we trash everyone else in the building. And he goes, hey, come on, it's a joke. But I, I will yeah, tell you, funny. I'm, I'm okay. legitimately laughing in the car. And I'm like, all right, whatever. No big deal. And I'm just about ready to go back to, uh, to Woods. Yeah. And he says uh, the leukemia thing again, and where he talked about that he fakes leukemia to get a better seat on the airplane. And I heard it when he did it the first time. Yeah. It was maybe his first or second show after Kevin Klein. Yeah, that, that whole disaster. Deal. Yeah. And I heard it, and I just didn't see any point in me or this show being the ones to be like, ooh. The radio police. I thought, if anybody hears it in-house, let them deal with it. But I'm aware of the fact 
that Pete Seidler, the owner of the Padres, is a two-time cancer yeah. survivor. And I thought, they have to be listening to monitor what he's doing. Well, especially, and, you know, the Padres have to be listening because of what happened with the Kevin Klein situation. Correct. You know, make sure that, hey, we're associated with this. This is a partnership. We can't have anyone else take a chance of doing something to embarrass the brand. Correct. So I hear it today. And he says, uh, I faked that I have leukemia to get a better seat on the plane. And I have been pushed in a wheelchair to the gate. Uh, to take it. It's the verbatim what he said three weeks ago. Well, today, David, hit a very different nerve with me because two nights ago was the two-year anniversary of my friend Shane Marin passing away from cancer yeah. uh, at the age of uh, 49. And I was literally livid like I've never... Like, if I saw Cilio, I would have beat the living yeah. shit out of him um, because it's just not funny. But I got to... Um, where I was going, and I sent a very thorough message to the Padres and explained that I sat with Shane and watched cancer take his life, Um, and I sat with his body for two hours waiting for yeah. the medical examiner, and I said, we are doing a podcast tonight at 7.30. Oh, and I also mentioned, excuse me, I mentioned, by the way, Dave's father took his life on January 1st because he he just didn't want to fight that fight anymore. Dave's sister is a cancer survivor. I yep. apologize, Dave. That was part of the message to the Padres. And I said, we are doing a podcast tonight, and I will look forward uh, to hearing back from you. Perfect. Um, to the Padres' full 100% credit, I was contacted within 10 minutes. The Padres said, what time did this happen? And I said, it happened at 7.20 this morning. Yeah. And the they said, we will be back in touch. Um, shortly after that, I got a message again from the Padres saying management at 97.3 would like to talk to you. Are you available? I said, I'm available. Here's my cell number. Yeah. I was contacted almost immediately from the management team at 97.3. They were incredibly nice. They had not heard it, is what they told me. Which <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you're when you've got ninety four nine, and I mean you got six got stations you. in there. Uh, Kason, yeah. wouldn't you rather listen to Susan DeVincent or are you going to listen to Cilio? Well, no. Here's the deal, though. If, if honestly, if mm -hmm. I'm running that station, I'm looking at it. Well, I know Susan DeVincent's not going to go batshit crazy. I know, I know John and Tammy are fine. <laughs> yeah, I know Gene Knight's fine, yeah. right? Gene Knight's going to be okay. I or think, AJ, AJ and. Yeah. Sarah are on Sunny. And most management guys usually come into their radio station around 9 o'clock, just like when most people yeah. show up to their jobs. Yeah. So if I'm either getting ready for work, if I'm driving in, I probably am listening to Cilio since this format's pretty new and this is our new baby. Yeah, this is 7.20 this morning. Yeah, no one's listening. <laughs> people Nobody. in the building are listening. Nobody in the building's <laughs> listening to the guys. Listening. But uh, But management at Intercom was great and said we apologize to you, we apologize to Dave, and we apologize to your audience. Good. And they said, uh, it'll be addressed. And I said to them, uh, I'm not a guy that feels like every, I need to know every step of the process. I said, as far as I'm concerned, the story for me and Dave ends yeah. here tonight. Um, but I wasn't involved in the step-by-step -step of the Kevin Klein thing. I was involved. Yeah. I instigated this today. And I can tell you, 
that starting with the Padres, they moved incredibly fast and reached out to me. They contacted Intercom. Yeah. I don't know what was said there. Intercom immediately contacted me and, like I said, was incredibly sincere and apologetic at a level that I appreciated. Um, And I hung up with them, feeling better. And then the Padres called me back. Yeah. And I had about a 10-minute conversation with them. And what I said to them was, I don't know Pete Seidler. But I said, I know Bob McElroy from the Alpha Project. And I said, I'm glad Peter Seidler's in this community. When when you read articles about him going out and talking to the homeless yeah. and doing what he's doing for this baseball team, but doing what he's doing for the city of San Diego, I said to them, I said, I've never met the man. I said, I don't know why your team got in my heart when I was 13, but they did. And I said, I like him. And I said, I was really not only offended for Dave's sister and father, yeah. Not only was I offended for my friend Shane, but I was really upset and offended for Pete Seidler today. Couldn't agree more. It's funny. Pete Seidler, when you talk about what Pete Seidler did as far as coming to this community and embracing this community, which a lot of people say they're going to do, but they don't. Yeah. He might be the last person I think I reached out to on Facebook to be a friend because I don't reach out to anyone. People will reach out to us. Everyone is I'm friends friends with on Facebook. I've been friends with forever, but he might be the last guy I can remember that I reached out to say, he's a good guy. He's a guy I'd like to associate with. Yeah. And, uh, and I said that to the Padres today and I said, uh, it bothered me on that level. Well, it it makes a hundred percent sense. I mean, it's funny. I've been in San Diego for 30 years. And when mm-hmm. I think of, of San Diego outside of the great weather, and we all know how fantastic it is to be here and how beautiful it is, I think of a couple different things. I, I think of the Padres. I mm-hmm. think about the blood drive we used to have. I think about yeah. the San Diego Zoo. I think about the Salk Institute. I think about Torrey Pines. And I tell you what, I think of Children's Hospital a lot. Yeah. A lot. Because, number one, I've had kids that have played for me that ended up there. We've raised money for Children's Hospital. So yep. many people have. The Chargers did it. The Padres did it. Children's Hospital in San Diego is something I think so many people are proud of on what a great hospital and the way it runs. To make a leukemia joke, especially when you're talking about sports and the Padres and Pete Seidler and so many things. There's so many things that are wrong about it. At what point do you think this is going to go over well? Well, and you mentioned it the last time. Tony Gwynn died from cancer. Tony Gwynn Jr. works on that station. Yes. But I sent a a message out today on Twitter. I talked to David Aid. I I was pretty heated. Oh, yeah, you were. And uh, and if this podcast would have happened at eight o'clock this morning, would have been great. There would have been a lot of people that would have got taken out. Um, <laughs> but I will say this: um, people that would have gotten taken out were the people that stepped up and took action today. Now, what happens? Does Silio get fired? I have no idea. But it, I mean, you want a guy talking about that he's on the casting couch with Kelly Danik? You want a guy talking about that he can't wear white pants again with his? You know, his ass issues. I mean, the guy's a moron, okay? Um, Got any Cosby jokes? uh, I I didn't. Oh, I guess. No, I'm talking about him. I'm saying, I mean, Jesus, dude. They said, uh, somebody, I think Steve sent me a message saying that he called the Redskin cheerleaders whores all day. I I got a million messages on that. I said, how much do you think I can take of this guy? (laughs) I, I I didn't listen to four hours. He sucks, okay? We know he sucks, and he is their issue. The Padres are very aware of what has happened today. Yeah. And um, and I really sincerely appreciate the way they immediately not only got to Intercom. I don't know what was involved in that conversation. It's none of my business. I would imagine it didn't go well. 
Yeah, it shouldn't have gone well. I appreciate how quickly Intercom got to me and said, we didn't hear it. We've heard it now. We will address it. And uh, and, and for me, I, I appreciate those guys very much because I think a lot of us were frustrated yeah. with the Klein thing. I was really heated at that time because I was feeling it on behalf of Dave and Dave's dad. Um, but I can just tell you today, I, I appreciated what they did, and I, I thank them both. I yeah. thank them. Uh, I thank them on behalf of you. I thank them on behalf of my buddy. And I said to them both, both parties in conversations today, I said, this isn't about radio. This is personal to me. And they understood. And, and, and I appreciate it. And of course, if it's personal to you, it's personal to a lot of people. Everybody uh, knows somebody that has been affected by cancer, a family. One thing you left out of the story was as you spent time with your friend and, and you would do the show at 1360 and then get on the road and to take Temecula. off and spend Temecula. Hey, that, that guy had a son. That guy yeah. had, had, had Who's a, a had, diehard Padre fan. Yeah. Who, it, who by it, the way, you're right. Diehard Padre fan in lives in New York City. Yeah. Right in the heart of Yankee country. Do you know why he loves the Padres? His dad loved the Padres. Yeah. And uh, Cancer affected this kid's life forever, forever. Because he doesn't have his dad. Forever. And, and so, you know, when you and I have worked with stations before in the past that had relationships with the pro teams and mm-hmm. college teams, we worked with everybody. We've been sure. with the Aztecs, been with the Chargers, been with the Padres. We always understood there's a relationship there. You know, as much as you give me a hard time with uh, with Dodger baseball, sure. Whenever you and I have worked for a station associated with the Padres, I was Padres all in because yeah. it affected us, affected our livelihood, affected the guys that we were around, the guys we had on there. You wanted the Padres to do well. Cilio's a guy that needs to understand that. Who obviously has not figured that out. Chris Ello understands it. I guarantee it. Tony Gwynn Jr. understands sure. it. it's in his blood for sure. But anyone associated with 97.3 should understand that relationship with the Padres and go, this is insane. It, it yeah. couldn't have been a bigger jerk and out of touch of what goes on with the listeners and with the, the people you're doing business with. Um, if you were affected by it, I, I would highly encourage you to reach out to whoever you want to reach out to, whether it's the radio station, whether it's the team. I think Ron's probably pretty accessible at the games. I yeah. know they're they're on their way to Monterey. I would say... You know, be respectful. They yeah. were, I, I just, Dave, they didn't run from it today. And and the thing that frustrated me with the client thing, not to go back and rehash that whole thing, but I felt like it really took a long time to get resolved when it shouldn't have. And, and I, I didn't, I, I want to make this really clear. I didn't ask for Dan to be fired today. No, I, I'm a karma. Or suspended. I'm a, I'm a karma guy, man. I, if they make the call to pursue that, that is fine. The funniest thing that was that was said is when people in that radio station accused Steve Woods of of getting Kevin Klein fired. That's come on, That's stop bullshit. it. It never hey, happened. Stop it. There were enough people affected. Steve's one of many people that was affected by it. Um, but that that never came up. So I I have no idea. Dan Dan's probably on the air tomorrow or whenever. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yesterday, when two people were listening to this show, <laughs> one of them happened to be a jerk <laughs> who had a direct line to the Padres. I did, and I utilized it. And like I said, I think as a community, if you cheer for that team, I would just say uh, you should you should be pretty stoked. Yeah, they they didn't dick around. They did not. Absolutely, uh, they did uh, the right thing. They could have easily ignored it. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. They could have told me, "Hey, look, we'll we'll look into it and get back to you." And it was, in my eyes, uh, started at seven thirty this morning, 
uh, I would say by 10:45, I felt much different about every. I mean, Cilio's a dope. Yeah. We know that, but um, I felt different about the radio station. And and look, man, it just it feels like they 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 weren't putting up with it. And and where it goes from here, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but that's just keeping everybody in the loop. That's what happened. Um, and we'll uh, we'll see where it goes from here. But I, I mean, I saw. People, ah, this will clear the spot for you. I did not ask. No, that for, wasn't the goal. I did not ask for a job at ninety-seven-three. Yeah. Dave and I did not ask for a job. We've said it over and over again. We couldn't be more thrilled to do this, um, but to have communication with them, as I said, not on a professional level, but on a personal level, I was satisfied with the message from both of them, and I couldn't be more thankful to the Padres. Yeah, who took it by the neck. And got it taken care of. Yeah, you know, the timing of it, after he made the comment, Ron Fowler just happened to be on there as a guest. Yeah. Who obviously didn't hear the comments because Ron would have sit there and addressed that before. How does that make you feel if you're the guy? Like, most <laughs> yeah. time you have guys when they come on as a guest and they'll be like, you know, Dave, I was just listening yeah. to what you said about uh, <laughs> the time in Nashville. Ron, yeah. Ron had... You know, no, probably I, yeah, Ben no. and Woods on. <laughs> he had Ben and Woods on. He turned Doing, don't do that or Can whatever. Can you turn your did. radio down, Ron, yeah. please? Um but, but again, you put him in a bad situation because for the average listener, let's say if you're listening and he said, makes a comment that's so crazy and then the owner of the Padres comes on, you're going, what the fuck? Ron, you can't tell yeah. me you support this lunatic. Well, and he had no idea. So it puts Ron in a really bad spot. With his and, partner? Yeah, with his partner. I mean, really yeah. it does. It, it couldn't, timing couldn't be worse all the way around. No, and then when Ron ends the interview, thanks, Dan, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Let's yeah. talk school shootings next time. Jesus. Hey, um, good lord! Yeah, he clearly didn't know. Yeah, he knows now. Yeah, uh, and so we'll see. But but for everybody that that reached out again, it, it just uh, do you think Ron's the kind of guy inside Petco Park that drops a what the fuck? <laughs> um, I, let me put it this way. Um, <laughs> I would put, I would say Ron's probably more that guy than Pete Seidler Yeah, I, I bet you're right. It's just funny to picture it because you would never hear it or see it. But for the people there, you yeah. wonder, hey, did that guy take off his blazer, throw it in the back of his chair and go, what the fuck? <laughs> um, it's funny as hell to picture. Yeah, I'll say this, man. I, 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 I like. I bet you Ron know. does it every time Myers can't play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yes. It's a hot take from Diablo early. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. that. I was sitting curveball. You just blew it right by me. There's AJ sitting in his box all monotone. Oh, shit. Here comes Ron. Oh. What the fuck? Uh, I can't act like I'm sleeping. He knows I don't sleep. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like I said, I just uh, I, I thanked them for their time, yeah. and I'll, I'll let them yeah. hash it out. Um, but it, it was funny because the guy from Intercom – was really nice and said, you know, uh, yeah, I appreciate you reaching out. I hear what you're doing. I go, yeah, there's 500,000 downloads on SoundCloud. Those are verifiable <laughs> numbers. We have a much bigger footprint than anything you currently have on the yeah. air. You should be aware of what we're doing. And Good. Goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, yeah. there were there were no yeah. ulterior motives. Yeah. And and they were they were both great and gracious, and and I appreciate it. And look, if yeah. Dan came on tomorrow, really, if Dan came on tomorrow or any other day and goes, you know what, I'd completely 
Well, that's what he it's has like we to said do. with Kevin Klein. I'm I'm not waiting for it. Yeah. God, but, please don't make me listen to another minute of that show about his goddamn diarrhea. No kidding. <laughs> the problem is with uh, somebody's going to have to. If you make an apology, somebody has to hear it, right? Yeah. You can't go it out. Goddamn, he's that guy. There's go Google a picture of empty comedy room. That's the Dan Cilio show every day. I'll tweet it out. Um, you know, here's the deal. When Klein did his apology, it was horseshit. It was insincere. Yeah. yeah. Dan, I'm guessing that's all that's going to happen. He's going to have to apologize, but it needs to sound sincere. We aren't crazy. I mean, you can't. He's just kind of a dopey dope, be, though, he's not right? Not to be suspended or fired. Yeah, well, that's the problem. You kind of got to straighten the dopey dope up a little bit, especially when you do a solo show. There's no one to sit there and tell him, hey, dude. Come on. How far are you going to... If you're them, though, aren't you wondering, like, how far do you ride the wave with this guy? I was told yeah. tonight... I was told tonight their most recent trend was a point three. I don't have that verified. That was told to me. I was also told if that's... The whole station or just that show? No, the whole station. Well, that's horrible, considering you're the Padres station. Yeah. I mean, if that's a point three, that means Dan is a zero zero. Uh, I was also told from somebody who's been in the industry a long time, it may be the lowest rated FM trend yeah. in 25 years, if not longer. I, again, well, I'll give you an example. When you look at ESPN 1700, which a lot of people don't even know yeah. there's an ESPN station in town, they're about no. a point four. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not, yeah. that's not good. You lost in the, in the one book for the machine, uh, you lost to the Spanish soft rock station. Now, I love... <laughs> Enrique Iglesias. Yes, you do. Junior. And, <laughs> and uh, no, his dad's Julio Iglesias. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, if he's got a junior. I forgot, forgot his dad. He probably doesn't have a junior. Is he with Anna Kornikova? God damn, he's probably got 19 yeah. juniors. Stay on, no stay on topic. Stay on topic. <laughs> we never stay on topic. And then they lost to the Christian soft rock station. Who's oh, that? Did Mark Larson, Amy Grant. Did Mark Larson put an album out? <laughs> Mark Larson, Glenn, you're at. Uh, that's who you're losing to. Yeah, and that was the that was the station that you had built to launch. Like yeah. you said, this is going to be great. We're going to go men's room. We're going to go comedy. We're going to go Aerosmith. We're going to go Cilio and go Kevin right Klein. Toilet. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, God damn! It looked like that video of Leisure Fryer that I had. <laughs> Mike Hawk is like, what the fuck? Mike Hawk's like, I, <laughs> where am I going to hang around in San Diego? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so that's where it goes Yeah. so everybody reached out it's good if you want to contact them go ahead I'm not encouraging it or discouraging it I'm just saying you're on your own yeah you explained your tweet yeah Yeah. and a lot uh, of people today stopped me and said I cannot wait to hear this podcast well it would have been much different yeah. at 8 because there would have yeah. been a lot more cussing yeah. but but I appreciate what what all what they did and especially like I said what what the pods did because I don't know that I've ever asked the pods for anything I really don't yeah. I mean other than interview requests I don't think I've ever asked them for anything but kind of today when I needed them to to kind of kick somebody in the ass I they delivered it I give them a lot of credit to be honest I can't think of too many sports organizations that would have got back to you that fast yeah I don't think the Chargers would have when they were here no, you know, I don't think and if, if this was in L.A. and it was the Dodgers, I don't think the Dodgers would have. No, for the Padres to that quickly, you told me as soon as you sent the tweet, you called me, and then you called me almost right afterwards and said, "Guess what? I just talked to the Padres." And they're in Mexico. Yeah, with the team, by the way. Yeah, that's not a call that that came from uh, nineteen Tony Gwynn Drive. This was all going on from Monterey, Mexico. Yeah, which Good again, for them. yeah, again, if you go, hey, whatever, but. 
I mean, when we bitch about, you know, Myers or Hosmer or whatever else you yeah. want to bitch about, uh, to me, on, on the one time when I go, shit, I kind of needed you to, to kind of talk. And they did it. Yeah. Without hesitation and almost immediately. And Intercom did it too. And I appreciate both of them. Perfect. Good deal. Yep. Good deal. Yeah, a lot, uh, a lot going on. When we do the next show on Sunday night, well, I think we'll have a little bit more details as far as what happened as far as tomorrow with Silly What Happens 97.3 information. That's assuming anybody but, who listens. But you're expected to to get a little more information. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, I would yeah. I would think I'd probably yeah. hear more. Yeah. Yeah, I would think I'd probably hear more. But again, there's, I, I just, I don't hold any kind of grudge. I really don't. I, I didn't ask for anybody to get fired. Yeah. I was just like, I was really heated. And they uh, they were great. Um, here's the other thing that I really, really wanted to talk about tonight. And that's, we're getting closer to the Lisa Ann event. <laughs> Let's get shit back on topic, okay? Um, she's been fantastic. Yeah. And we will talk about the event. But I would, Dave, I would like to do this tonight. I have not talked to you about this. But considering um, the day... We've already told you that we have an event coming up, a fundraiser coming up, and we're going to raise some money for the Alpha Project, and we're going to raise some money for suicide awareness. Yeah. Um, we're also going to take some of that money, and we're going to send it to the Cancer Society. Uh, and we're going to do it in, in the name of Lou and Lisa Palais. We're going to do it in the name of Shane Marin, and we're going to do it in the name of Pete Seidler. And... Uh, uh, two are still with us, two aren't, but we're going to, we're going to extend that out because we love the job that the cancer society does. And, uh, and we're going to do that. So Perfect. as of right now, and who knows, it may grow. And, and if we can, you know, my goal is I'd like to raise five grand that night. I'd like to raise yeah. five grand. And my ultimate goal would be to send five different checks out for a thousand bucks. It's not a lot of money, but I don't think any of them will turn it down. No, of course not. You know, we've had, as they will tell you, every little bit helps. We've already had people reach out trying to donate things to raise money. Well, so it's been outstanding. And that was the other thing that I wanted to mention. So we have talked about this event, and I want to thank two people. One has asked to stay anonymous, uh, and I respect that, and I know why. Um, but our friend who listened to the podcast said... Is it Ted Danson? <laughs> it was not Ted Danson. <laughs> Stop guessing. That curb your enthusiasm. It's so funny. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> anonymous. Oh, that was so great. A wig to a hospital. Larry David so puts great. his side on there. Happy to put his name up there. Well, that'll be our second guy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but a guy who said, look, I, I don't need a shout out. Yeah. I, and I'll, I'll tell you why I think it is. He's donated golf for four at Eastside Country Club. And he said, you can either do uh, two twosomes or a foursome. Yeah. And I said, that's really cool. And you and I played there. It's a yeah, fun course. Great. And he said, uh, he goes, I would really like to put together the Dave and Jeff golf tournament. I said, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> but we are going to do that. That will yeah. be down the line. Yeah, we've, so, done, we've done one before. It was a lot of fun. Later in 2018, the Dave and Jeff golf tournament is coming. But I want to thank our friend. So part of the event, you will have the opportunity to bid on Golf for Four at East Lake Country Club. Every dime we raise that night will go to the causes. Right now, they are the Cancer Society, Suicide Awareness, and uh, what the heck's my other one? Oh, the Alpha Project. Yes. Bob McElroy is going to beat the hell out of me. 
Bob will beat the hell out of me like everybody else will. <laughs> um, I thank them. I also want to thank my man, John, who uh, has been a really good friend through the years. And John reached out and said, hey, man, I've got a pair of great seats in the Omni Club that I would like to donate. Glenn Turgeon, I love you, but you missed the point when I said it because Glenn said, what second prize, four tickets? I know, the team is struggling. They're easy to kick them right now. But let's understand that we are raising money. And I, yeah. uh, Turgeon's great. Uh, um, but I appreciate John Hoover reaching out and saying, I'm going to donate those. That's how we do it. That's why this show is not interested in terrestrial radio because we are grassroots San Diego podcast for this community that we are going to do. And it's guys like John that I've known for, for a couple of years. And it's a guy, another friend that we've known for a couple of years, donating things that they have, um, reaching out and saying, tell me the night. John said, you tell me the night, you got it, they're yours. He didn't say, hey, I got a Tuesday night game against the Marlins. You're going to have that game. <laughs> um, but I just, I appreciate those guys. And, and so, John, we're going to take you up on that. And, uh, and here's the challenge I'm going to make right now. I want Sean Walchef to come out there. I want Sean Walchef to come out there and sell $5 pulled pork sandwiches because it's the greatest pulled pork sandwich, even though it's named after that lunatic yellow. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I want Sean to come out and sell $5 pulled pork sandwiches, and whether he can donate a dollar or two or three or all five, I don't care. But as Sean, I'm telling you, I'm not going to let you know he's going to hear this and go to fucking guy. <laughs> but if, I, if we can get Sean to commit to selling $5 pulled pork sandwiches, yeah. I think we can make a few bucks. And uh, we don't know the date. Um, we don't know where. Um, but it is absolutely happening. And, uh, and thank you to everybody who has reached out. And this, again, is the thing that I love about this podcast. When Tracy reaches out, Dave... And said, my husband and I are going to be there. That's awesome. When my friend Lisa Allen, who was engaged to my friend Shane, who passed away, and I'm explaining the event to her the other night and telling her about Lisa Ann and Nicole Eggert, and she just got the biggest kick out of it. She goes, I would love to be there. Uh, Shane's sister, Brandy, yeah. who misses her brother every day, said, 100%, I love Lisa Ann, I'm in. I go, <laughs> I told her, you rein it in. I don't need to hear any more out of you. Um, but, uh, but you know, Tracy, Lisa, Brandy, um, it's those. It's our Fantastic. female demographic. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I will, and Dave will, control the guest list. We will know who gets in. Because there's about four of you that are a little fucking creepy. <laughs> now, I'm a little worried that you may just show up and stink like lotion. And I don't need you creeping out my Christmas party date. Hey, what the fuck is that? Why do you smell like lavender? What? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm fine. Oh! You just hear him go full porn star load. Oh! Oh! And you're just like, you fucking sick bastard. Get back in the hole. You guy. Okay, I gotta go. My Uber's here. My Uber's here. Yeah. Oh, Put a goddamn rubber sheet down, you sick fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. If you think we're just gonna let you wander over because yes. you got 30 bucks for a ticket. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> I'm going to pretend. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that shit. Here's the other thing. If there's yeah. even a suspicion that you're on one of those websites, yeah. fuck you. If you've ever been on Chris Hansen's show, yeah, fuck you. Wait around. Wait around for that first Ben and Woods remote at Evans Tires. You'll have a great time. Right now, Woods is listening going, what the fuck? Yeah. Introduce him to Titino. Joel, get you. Bring your David Beckham trading cards down. Joel, get them all signed. No problem. Tell Joe I asked you to do it. <laughs> but do it. Uh, we hope to have, I have not yeah. talked to her, um, but Lisa Ann has said, I'm coming. I'm oh, coming not, to town. Not only she said it, she's retweeting everything you talk about. Whenever you say we're doing this, boom, retweet. Not even just liking it. She's yeah. letting everyone that follows her, which is millions of people, hey, this is what I'm doing down in San Diego. I'm, I'm coming to San Diego. So if you are um, part of a business, and, and this is really the thing, Dave, we saw this uh, a handful of when we were at KFMB. Yeah. And we've talked about that we raised money for that little girl's funeral. She was a foster child, uh, Alex Afalio. Yes. And she had been hit by a car, and Dave and I heard it. We did a grassroots thing on, on the show, and we raised some money and, and helped her family. This is the thing that I, I will tell anybody that wants to help out. Um, there's there's nothing that's uh, that we can't auction off. Yeah. And so if you go within reason, right? I mean, if you have a $5 gift card, you, just keep it in your wallet. <laughs> got a Jersey Mike's okay. gift card for $5? Yeah. What, even get you half a sandwich? Yeah. yeah. If you got a hacksaw right. station-worn shirt, just yeah. leave it in the hamper, okay? I don't need that. Um, <laughs> but if you go like these guys did, where you go, hey, man, you know what? I can do, my company does this. Yeah. Um, my company does that. Uh, we'd like to help out. Remember, we're nobody's making a dime on this deal. Um, this is for Bob McElroy and the yeah. Alpha Project. This is for the Cancer Society. And this is really for uh, suicide awareness. And my goal would be to add a, a maybe two more. And, and if we could do five... Um, I, I would like to do that a lot. So, be really cool. But even right now, if, we're, uh, I, if we ended with just those three, then uh, those are three that mean a lot to us. I believe they mean a lot to you. And uh, as we go through, we'll, we'll see what happens. And, and I hope we can raise a few bucks. I hope you'll all be a part of it. Absolutely. One of the things I thought you were going to bring up as far as the charity, I thought you were going to bring up something with pets. You and I love dogs. Man, oh, man. We love dogs. And so... Uh, Kids and pets are neither. Yeah, or neither. But... Uh, yeah, I thought for sure that was one of the directions you were going, but not to be a downer on the show, but again, something traumatic happened this week. You know, um, and a lot of you have reached out. And so, <clears throat> you know what has happened in my situation. And what happened in my situation was uh, getting a divorce. In February, I moved out of the house. And I, I talked a lot about it on here, how devastating that was. And... At that time, I moved in with family. And what happened when I moved in with family is I gained a roommate. And I lost, you know, sharing a room with my wife and sharing time with my sons. And I gained a roommate, and my roommate was my family's dog. 
he is a 12-year-old Australian shepherd, and his name was Shep, which is very funny. Yeah, because we know an asshole named Shep. (laughs) (laughs) And and so when when I, last year, over the last couple of years, is we would have family functions. Um, family members would have to cut out early because they thought Shep was going to die. Yeah. He was 12. He had tumors. He had bad hips. And he had been in pretty bad shape. And for whatever reason, he loved me, man. He loved me. And so um, I would see him, but I wouldn't see him that often. But in February, when I had really nowhere to go and I was back with family, here I am, and my roommate is Shep. Yeah. And he is about 120 pounds, and he's fucking nuts. (laughs) He's fucking nuts. And I would, those first couple nights, Dave, I was so broken emotionally, and I came into that room, and he didn't care. Yeah. He was like, well, you're fucking playing with me. And so I would come in and the bed where I am, he had he had slept on that bed for like three years. Well, now I kicked him off it and he was that was bullshit. <laughs> but we went and got him a huge dog bed. So he yeah. had this massive like Cal King dog bed. And then like things were cool. So I would I would come home every night and because he had bad hips, he would kind of struggle to get up. But then he would start in on me after every podcast or being out or seeing my son. Huh? Huh? And I'd say, hey, calm the fuck down, okay? Because I got to take my watch off, my thing. And he would come over. And any of you that have big dogs know what this is. He would, like, hockey check me behind the knees. (laughs) Like, try to take me out. Yeah. And, uh... And I would sit on this Cal King dog bed and I would play with him and I would do the same thing to him every night, play with him for about 25 seconds. And I would say, okay, that's it. And then he'd hit me with his paw. He had this meat hook of a paw and I'd have to sit there and pay attention to him. Um, He did so much for me as anybody who has pets understands. When I was as down as I've ever been in my life, he made me laugh. Every day. Yeah. He made me laugh every day. And he loved me every day when I needed it. And I would go home and I got into this routine because as the clouds started to part and I started to put it together, um, I started to get a real appreciation for him. And it became like he and I became incredibly close over these last two months. Um, and so whatever night this was, uh, Monday night, I guess it was, um, I came home and I was downstairs and he had trouble coming down the steps, but he heard me downstairs and he comes flying down the steps and uh, there's like a meatball on the plate and he's trying to get that meatball. (laughs) And I said, get out of here. And he's going and he's hockey checking me in the knees. He's as crazy as could be. And uh, just spunky. And then he hung out for a little bit and we he goes back upstairs. He's like, all right, well, screw it. I'm going back up. And we didn't do a podcast that night. Yeah. And I went up and 
I had I had not done this in the two months, but I just laid on his dog bed with him. Yeah. And I just laid there, and we watched that shitty Padre game that Brad <laughs> Hand blew, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm just sitting there, and he's just grumbling and doing what big old dogs do, just yeah. grumbling and mumbling. I'm like just wrestling with him, right, messing with his feet, the whole deal. And uh, there was no sign at all that anything was going on. But it was ironic to me because I sat there and thought, man, it was about two years ago, right about this time, when my buddy Shane started to slip away. Yeah. And so that Padre game ended, and I fall asleep, and it's right about midnight, and I wake up, and this room stinks. It stinks. And I'm like, God. So I yell at him like I did every night. God damn it. <laughs> and usually Is I would. Is you in here? Yeah. Usually I would yell at him. <laughs> and uh, I'd kind of hear this. Uh, <laughs> like, like old dogs do. Uh, and uh, I'd just go back to bed. Yeah. He had this beautiful Australian shepherd face. And you just, I mean, I posted a picture of him the other day on Twitter. He'd always yeah. look at you with this goofy look on his face. I'm like, God damn, I can't ever be mad at you. But all of a sudden, I started falling asleep, and the, and the smell was lingering. Yeah. And I just got a weird vibe. And I took my phone, and I flashed it over at him, and he was on the floor. And he was never on the floor. Yeah. He was always on that dog bed. And I looked over at him. And his tongue had come out of his mouth and was on the floor. And I said, holy shit, you're fucking dying right now. Wow. I said, you're fucking dying right now. And uh, I just sat with him. And I was very keenly aware of the fact that he was dying two years to the day at the same time that my friend, who, like me, adored big, dopey, Meatball-eating dogs yeah. like Shep. And I just laid there with him, and I said, I will never forget you in my life for what you did for me. I said, I love you more than anything. And I said, Shane is waiting for you. You can go chase tennis balls and whatever else you want to change. And I said, I love you. And he just sat there, and he closed his eyes, and he passed away. Right there. Wow. And I was just like... I, I swear, Dave, um, and I, I put it on social media, and I love everybody that reached out. Um, thank you so much. I There was a part of me that felt guilty because I have lost animals that I have owned for every day of their life. I didn't. But what Shep did for me for the two months when I needed him the most, he was there every day, yeah. every day, stinking that room up, doing his sh- – just watching – Padre games, I said, the biggest guilt I carry is that I made him watch Padre baseball. If I knew his, <laughs> if his life was going to end. I would have made him an Astros fan. Fuck. I, I would have watched the goddamn Vegas Golden Knights. At least watch him watch playoff hockey. But, you know, man, there is a part of me that believes, and I, I could I be crazy. I don't care. Uh, because I love animals so much, I think there is a part of me that believes he – he hung on long enough to get me through what I needed. Yeah. And I think he just, I don't know. I felt like on, on over the weekend, my kids weren't there. Yeah. Um, for the first time and it was okay. 
Uh, Monday night, we didn't do a podcast. I was okay. And uh, and I've never seen animals. I've had dogs put down. I've had yeah. dogs, cats die from heart attacks. I've never in my life seen anybody pass so peacefully as he did. Yeah. And I just, I, I said to my brother, I said to my mom, I said to my sister, I said, I will be convinced forever that he was like, you're cool, yeah. you made it through, and it's time for me to go. But the idea that he passed exactly two years to like within five minutes yeah. of when my buddy passed uh, was incredibly ironic. But I will say this, um, I was so thankful for what he did. I miss him so much because when my alarm goes off, I would talk to him every morning and I would say, I'm getting up, you getting up, and he wouldn't move. Anybody who has big dogs, you know, they just lay there and occasionally the tail wags. And then I'd say, I'm going to get in the shower. You getting up? And he wouldn't do anything. And then, uh, and just watching games, man. Yeah. Uh, I only I only lived with him for two months, but goddamn, man, I love him. And uh, I just, I miss him. And I will never, as dogs... <clears throat> cats where you go, oh, yeah. yeah, we had this dog and that dog, cats, whatever. Goddamn, man, I, I couldn't be more thankful to that crazy mutt. I love him, and I yeah. miss him already. No, you and I have that in common. Mike Costa, same thing. Yeah, we'll, Mike was great. You know, Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so <laughs> before you get to Mike, well, we, you know, it's funny. We, we, we Obviously, the three of us especially love dogs. It was one of the first thing I think, that pointed out between when we first started working with Mike back in 2007. Yeah. That we had that connection with dog, and unfortunately, right when we started working, Mike's dog passed away. Yeah, and Mike it took it obviously extremely hard. And I remember we'd walk into the office, and Mike had a big screen, you know, um, wallpaper of his dog, and yeah, you'd see him like petting the screen. I mean, yeah. he was so devastated by it. But I remember the dog I have now; it's the first dog my wife's ever owned. And yeah. So sugar, sugar ran out to see me tonight. Yeah. Which like I've never been happy. I love sugar, yeah. but she was never waiting in the driveway happy. like she can tell time, knowing you're on your way. Waiting to see weird. her. It was great. She's nine years old, so I always panic. She's a boxer. Boxers make it around ten years old. I always yeah. freak out. You know, how's this thing going to end? And and you worry about it all the time. But my wife's never owned a, owned a dog before, so yeah. it was a big deal when we finally got a dog. She fought me for years on it. Mm-hmm. She picks out the dog. She's the one that brought the dog home. So I'm okay with this dog. She was shocked that every time. Either one of their kids were sick, I was sick, she was yeah. sick. That dog would know. They and know. would get right up against your leg and lay with you until yeah. you were better. Yeah. And, and would, would have that relationship. Anyway, but, you know, we, we talk about different things we've gone through. We keep everything wide open on this show. But there was a time from probably 2008 to almost 2013. Well, it's probably the, the most depressed I've ever been. We weren't yeah. doing a show. One wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I had a great time coaching baseball and stuff, watching my kids grow up. But... I was devastated not doing what I love to do, but I had that dog every day. Yeah, right. And so that unconditional it, love, man. Yeah. And so when you're stuck in the house and time goes by quickly, and you know your wife's at work, your kids are at school, and you're like, it's just you and the dog. Yeah. Without the dog, you wonder, you know, does your mind start wandering to, to worse things, you know? But yeah. for me, that dog is extremely important. I I feel terrible when you told me the story because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine. I know that day's coming for anyone that owns a dog. It's the worst yeah. part, easily. Of owning a dog, but that's why when you were talking about the different charities, I thought for sure you're going. Yeah, in that direction I'd like to somewhere. do that. I'd like to do that. Here's the one thing too that that I just because so many people reached out and said and said a common message to me, which was, "Man, 2018 has been a miserable year for you." Shep was one of the good things in 2018 yeah. for me. Shep, Shep, I wish he was here for another five years. But for the two months that he was with me. 
along with this podcast, incredible friends like Dave and Costa and Darren Smith and Stevie Woods and so many others, um, Shep got me through it. Yeah. And, and where there were bad things in 2018, Shep was, Shep was a highlight. So, um, while I appreciate that, understand, um, he, he was, he was kind of a shining star for me when I needed him to be. And, uh, and yeah, so no, it was not anywhere near on that level. Like I said, I miss him very much. I miss him at night when I go back to watch games because I miss my buddy, uh, that we were getting closer to every day. But this makes me laugh because <laughs> he's going to lose his shit that I'm going to do this, but fuck him. <laughs> so, uh, Soccer City, God dang, are we going to have to hear these Soccer City debates and, and Stadium West debates and everything? Can I, Dave, I, I'll let you speak for yourself. I I live in the city of San Diego right now. I don't know that I'll, I'm doubting I'll still be there in November, but if I still am, I can vote on this. Yeah. I will say since the day we left in 2016, I sincerely have completely tuned out on both arguments and it's probably like how we all felt about ninth grade math when you made it to your senior year where I, I don't remember yeah. like who who's right in this <laughs> and anything else. So so I, I don't I don't have a rooting interest. I will hopefully do a little bit more and I pray to God that sports radio doesn't drown me out with JD Wicker and Nick Stone over the next couple of months. Um because I don't care. But Costa <laughs> And Costa, for obvious reasons, he's an Aztec. The Aztec games are on Clear Channel. Um, he's very pro Stadium West, as we would be. We were very pro Prop C. So the other day, Mike tweets out a picture because everybody in San Diego, Dave, you wouldn't have gotten one. I don't think you would have gotten one here. No. We all got a flyer about the benefits of voting for Soccer City. So Mike tweets out a picture with three pieces of dog shit on this flyer. <laughs> and he says, hey, Soccer City, I, <laughs> I was able to put this to good use. Thank you. To which I tweeted back, you, you understand you're an adult, right? <laughs> I, am I allowed to play this without telling him? Yeah, why not? All right. We'll tell him when I I'll, when I send out the, the the shows up. I'll put Mike Costa update. He'll know. Okay, he'll <laughs> know because you got to hear. This is a guy. How long have we have we been friends with this idiot? Twenty five years. Yeah, it's got to be close. But we to became it. really good friends with him in two thousand seven. But yeah, we've yeah, been, okay. we've known him twenty five years. Okay, this is the great thing. <laughs> so you got to hear, Dave. You haven't even heard this. I've yeah. told you. I played this thing. I've laughed at this voicemail fifty times. This is why he's so psychotic. Listen to how he starts, and then listen to how he transitions into how sad he is about Shep passing away. It's 32 seconds. Let me see if I can get this to go. Um, hang get on. Get the volume all the way up if you can. Yeah, okay, that's what I got to do. Volume's up. Okay, here we go. God damn it. We're speaking. <laughs> God dang it. All right, hang on, Dave. I got to figure yeah, out I'm not way. going anywhere. I'm right here. Okay, I don't know how I could get it to the speakerphone. Oh, I would have figured. Okay, God damn it. All right, sorry. The thing looks like a speaker. I know, right? But you turned your phone off, didn't you, on the side before we started the podcast? Um, yeah, but it should. Oh, hang on. <laughs> you think that makes a difference? 
Uh, good. Let's see. Let's try this again. All right. No, it's not it. Wrong no. angle. Right. <laughs> I'm <heard> this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'll just give well, you the first oh, line. No, damn it. Hold on. You got you to you find the speaker on there. Hold on. Oh, this you know what? Good. Can, do you have the thing where we can plug it in and we can play it through the phone? Do you think we have that? Yeah. Hold on. God dang it. I don't know. Just hit the pause button. Can we come back or will yeah. it screw right, everything hold on. up? Let me try that. Hold on. All right. Good. We're going to try to pause this. Hang on. It's well worth it. All right, so here we go. We I think we can I found out I how can, to get on speaker. Okay. All right, here Sorry we go. Sorry for the pause. So understand, yeah, shit, that's not my fault. Now listen, this happens the other day. I'm grieving the loss of my friend Shep. I'm already been emotional in, in uh, 2018. I try to help Mike out by re- reminding him he's an adult. He probably shouldn't tweet out pictures of dog shit on a flyer. <laughs> and this is what I get. I hope Mike doesn't sue me for playing this. Hang on. First off, listen, you fucker. Hey, listen, you fucker. When did you become the great moral compass of San Diego? Hey, listen, you fucker. When did you become the great moral compass of San Diego? Hang on, one more. Hey, listen, you fucker. When did you become the great moral compass of San Diego? Son of a bitch. Hey, listen, you fucker. Now listen to him transition. Son of a bitch. Anyhow. 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 Well. <laughs> that's, that's every... Anyhow. Anyhow. Right. <laughs> when did you... I was in my car. I, that's just... It's so great. It's so goddamn great. It's like, be like right now. That... Uh, and then he's like, hey. Yeah, you went through it. Call me if you need me. I was like, oh, God. I hope he didn't say anything on here like... And don't forget, here's my ATM pin code. <laughs> I love that guy. But it's just like, that's, that's yeah. exactly how we talk to each other. Exactly. That's like, like I, I love that Steve Wood's parents <laughs> asked him, do, do you like those yeah. guys? He goes, yeah. That's how we talk every day. <laughs> my friends will say to me so often, man, Dave and Mike really don't like I go, you could be more wrong. <laughs> And, and the fu- yeah, that's why like uh, when uh, when I was giving Hardwick shit, yeah, just fucking around, and then Mike jumped in, and then Nick kicked him right. There. And Mike's like, "What's that bullshit?" <laughs> no, um, it's it, it's an interesting relationship. Look, usually we don't talk about family. people. If we hate them. Yeah, if we dislike people, we, their names are never mentioned. If we like them, we'll mention their names all the time. God that's damn, kind of, thank yeah. you, Mike. I appreciate, I appreciate you. It. <laughs> Tomorrow he's gonna be like, God. What are you doing? You don't have permission. <laughs> <laughs> like they always say on the baseball yeah, games. Like Grant has to read it. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so Without damn funny. Express written consent yeah. of Louis Michael Costa. <laughs> well, too bad. He's here to apologize. But uh, God dang, I just sat there in, in my car. I was dying. The message was so great. That is too funny. I want to ask you real quick about the the Padres. The Padres are playing a three-game series this Ooh. weekend. Back to your old stomping ground. Yes. You, went to, you, went, you went, were actually on that trip back in 96 when the Padres took on it was the Mets at the time, wasn't yes. it? Yes. And uh, the Ken Caminiti series. Everyone mm-hmm. talked about it. was all about Fernando going in, but it ended mm-hmm. up being the Ken Caminiti legend story where he was on the ground with IVs and Snickers bar and the whole deal. As a baseball fan... Good idea, bad idea to, to put a series in Monterey, especially when you're talking about the Dodgers, you're talking about Cinco de Mayo weekend, you know the Petco would have been packed. What do you think? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I love it. I, I do, I love it. I, I, I had, because being lucky enough to be there, um, to see what it meant to that community. Yeah. Oh my God, outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah, I, I like... I like that the Pods are a team that have always been going back to Lucino yep. and Moore's uh, and carrying on right now with Pete and Ron, kind of being the team front and center, saying, "Yeah, we're going to go down there." I, I believe um, it'll be a cool experience for for the players um, because now I was lucky because on that trip they've been one time since, um, but on my trip Fernando pitched, yeah, and the reaction from the Mexican crowd for Fernando was gave me chills. I mean, it gives me chills thinking about it now, all those years later. Um, For me, because of, I didn't really know Bob Chandler. I I didn't really know. And Bob and I had kind of had a couple of go, go arounds because I was producing the, the pre and post game show at that time. Bob's only really job on that was to get a guest I really was striving to do a good job. And then if, if Bob came up with, uh, you know, I, and I didn't know any better. I, yeah. I felt like if, if you were playing the Mets and you didn't have Mike Piazza, but you had third base coach, Mike Cubbage is here in three, two, one. <laughs> I'd be like, and I, I'd always go like, fuck that. And Dave Marks would be like, just play it. I'd be like, no, I'll play 40 seconds of it. Shh. It's only 320. And I'd be like, shut up. God. Todd. These these were my conversations every night with Dave Marcus. My coverage. Fuck that. Yeah. So I would get, we had this guy. I don't think yeah. in any show we've ever talked about this guy. I had a guy named, because there was no MLB network or anything yeah. like that. I had a guy named Bob Greenberg who worked for me in Chicago. And Bob was 100% blind, 100% blind. And he had two reel-to-reel machines in his um, basement. And he had some crazy satellite hookup. And he would listen to radio games, uh, listen to five or six games every night while they were going on. And he would pull audio highlights. That's amazing. And, And... Dave, that's real. I mean, I've always liked baseball on the radio, but then, and he'd call me and he would feed him down the line to me down the ISDN. And it was unbelievable because he lived in Chicago. And so I would get the White Sox every night um, with Ed Farmer and John Rooney. I'd get the Cubs <laughs> with my buddy Tom Brenneman and Ron yeah. Santo. But he knew certain guys that I liked. He knew that I loved Marty, so he'd roll on the Reds. He knew that I loved. Um, 
Like I'd always tell him, don't roll on that fucking Lon Simmons. He's so boring. Jeff, sleepy Lon Simmons, Grand Slam, and three, two. And I was like, God damn it. But <laughs> but uh, Bob also, not only was Bob blind, but he was a, a diabetic. I mean, it's like if you made a movie yeah. on this guy, it'd be unbelievable. And he, he was basically... Uh, more often than not, in a wheelchair. So imagine Dave being in a wheelchair, trying to pull audio highlights of five games at a time. The most, one of the most amazing guys that I ever knew. So I would put this thing together, and we'd have a dozen clips. And yeah. Chuck Fritch was hosting it, one of the more underrated guys that have ever been through here. Greenberg and I are on the phone all night long getting these highlights. And so then I would be like, okay, uh, we're playing the Pirates, right? Shit, I know you're not going to get Benny or Bonds, but at least get me uh, Andy Van Slyke. Yeah, there you go. Right? I mean, I, w I wasn't crazy. Uh, and then Marcus would call me. Shh. I got Mike Lavalle. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> Spanky. Everybody loves Spanky. Fuck. Fuck, Dave. What do you fucking do? Do you even challenge him to be great? Just play it. <laughs> That's what Marcus would say. And so I go, how fucking long does this go? Uh, seven. Fuck. I'm not. No, no, no. Seven fourteen. Be fine. Nobody needs to hear Pittsburgh Pirate highlights. And I'd be like, you shut up. I'm playing 14 seconds of this shit. Come on. So this was my night every night. Well, yeah. then it always get back to Chandler. So Chandler had to have thought I was a complete fucking psycho. I don't know why you would think that. <laughs> so now we go to Monterey, Mexico. It's it's Randy Jones, who I fly down uh, from Tijuana to Monterey. And I say to Randy, I go, Randy, I don't speak any Spanish. And Jonesy says to me, we're fine. And I go, okay, why? And he goes, here's all you need to know on this trip. Pay attention. And he goes... Por qué cantamos? And I go, well, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he goes, I'm not 100% sure. I think it means either why are we singing or why are we dancing? <laughs> and I just look at him. <laughs> I look at him. At what point would you ever say that? Ever. Hang on. So he and I are sitting next to each other on this flight from Tijuana. And I look at him. And if you've ever had Joe, and Dave, you know it. Yeah. Randy gets this deadpan look on his face where it's like like a kid when you're trying to do a staring contest. And I'm staring at him, and he's staring at me. And I go, what would you just fucking say? <laughs> Poor kid Cantamos. And I go, what would you say that fucking means? <laughs> he goes, uh, it means either why are we singing or why are we dancing? And I go, you know what? I'm in. I'm going to use that. <laughs> so the first night, it's Friday night, and uh, I get there, and they don't have a they don't have a room for me at the hotel. And I've no got way. I've got two dollies worth of like seven yeah. radio cases because I'm engineering the game yeah. for CBS Only about Radio. Five hundred pounds. Oh yeah. my god, it's insane, right? Dragging it around, <laughs> and uh, the hotel's like, yeah, no, no room. Well, I can't tell this fucker why am I poor cake and Thomas, <laughs> right? I need to get a room. I'm gonna be sleeping in the lobby with twenty five pairs of headphones. And uh, Jennifer Moores, God bless her. Jennifer Moores comes up and goes, Jeff, what's going on? And I go, ah, they can't find my room. And Jen Moores said to the lady, 
Give him my room. I'm, I'll stay with my yeah. parents. Yeah. But Give I, him my but room. But I want to keep a key. Did you say that? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Dude, you could have been GM of the Padres right, right now, fucker. Me and Jason McLeod? <laughs> yes. I know. I didn't even know it was going on the air two years Jesus. later. You had one job. One job. I failed you. I'm sorry. Failed all of San Diego. I know. Should have thrown her one. Shit. I know. God damn, I, I couldn't tell you who Lisa Ann was. What was I waiting on? <laughs> um, so, goddamn, if Jen Moores doesn't give me this room. Very cool. So now I've got Do these, you have a suite? Well, yeah. They, they've, got, they've got the key that you have to put in and turn to get to the yeah. top floor of the elevator. You probably cock-blocked John Moores. Completely. <laughs> Completely. Now they aren't married. Good job. I know. Fuck that up, too. It probably cost him some bucks. My sincere apologies. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, so now I take this key and I have my own luggage and two dollies full of radio equipment. Yeah. And I got to go up to the 17th floor of this hotel in Monterey. Well, I get off the floor and they've got all these banners are strung from the ceiling. It's a big party. And here's Bud Selig and John and Larry and towers and everybody's in suits and here yeah. comes me schlepping these fucking things and lucino looks at me he's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> and i told him i go they lost my room and yeah. jen hooked me up and he goes well okay and he was nice i yeah. stayed the i just stayed out of their way but uh but that night dave i go down and i went to dinner with bob and randy okay and I don't think Bob knew anything that I knew. And I, I talked to Bob about his whole career, and we had the best conversation, and he has been an insanely good friend. Sure is. And we sat there and sat, uh, drank some kind of gin that was like blue. It came in a – anybody knows gin. I, I apologize. I worked at a liquor store. I should know. It comes in a it's blue. probably that shit in a barbershop that cleans the combs. Dude, even know the completely. Completely. <laughs> so all of a sudden we're sitting there, and, and Bob's – telling me great bob and randy i get them telling stories about members of like the 74 75 padres there's some guy that was a shortstop randy told me i gotta ask randy his name i said randy what's the closest you came to no hitter and he said he tells me about this one particular game he goes we're in the eighth inning easy ground ball to the shortstop and he just stops and gives me that look again like he gave me on the airplane and i go okay <laughs> And he goes, yeah, he sailed it about 27 rows into the seat, and they gave a they gave the guy a base hit. <laughs> I go, is that? I go, is it Phil Collier? <laughs> Probably. Uh, it's just like, God damn, and Bob's dying, right? I'm just asking him. So then uh, Randy's telling me that he was the player rep. Yeah. And he got a call in Atlanta one night because this same shortstop was drunk and singing in the fountain at the hotel, and Randy had to go fish him out. Um. So... It, it was just, and but now we're getting fucked up. Yeah. Because none of us drive. We just go upstairs. And goddamn Randy, about every time the guy drops more drinks off, uh, poor Kate Cantamos. <laughs> and I I swear <laughs> to God, it was, it's just amazing. So um, why you ask me, yeah. when you ask me about Monterey, yeah. it's poor Kate Cantamos. It's Randy. It's Fernando. It's seeing Ken Caminetti yeah. out in the locker room. I go, God damn, he's dead. Um. Yeah, man. I I love it. it yeah. It was. I I'm so thankful that they allowed me to go. I Jerry Coleman. I fucked that game up so bad. And Jerry Coleman didn't say a word. Dave Marcus didn't do shit to help me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dave was working. Dave was working. I'm only teasing Dave. Um. 
And Randy yeah. came down. So I love Randy Jones. Anybody, Randy is another guy, Dave. I don't think we've said this enough. We've said this about Jerry Coleman and others. I Bob Chandler is another one of these guys. Where you have a certain expectation of what you want them to be, Tony Gwynn, um, they exceeded it. Yeah. Randy Jones is that kind of guy. Randy knows I'm fucking miserable because I told him the night before I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And Jonesy keeps checking in, and I'm butchering this broadcast, and, and Randy's telling Jerry, how's it sound? <laughs> I'm like, you get out of here. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, Randy comes back, and he goes, how's it going? I go, we got it figured out about the fifth inning. Yeah. And son of a bitch, if he didn't go get me the tallest, coldest beer like when I needed it. Yeah. And that's just, I fucking love that that's guy, cool. man. That's cool. I that's just awesome. love that guy. He's a friend of the end. Well, also, obviously, as uh, Padre fans, we're going to pay attention to what happens this week, and we're going to watch the games, but also Sunday Night Baseball is going to go down there as well. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, nice. so it's going to be pretty cool. Nice. It's going to get a chance. Not only people Will say- Will be there? <laughs> Cammy and Hoffy <laughs> and Bonnie and Gomi? Sut won't be there, but your buddy what? Buster only will be there. But they, <laughs> they uh, it, it's it's funny because Padre fans say all the time, we can't ever get a Sunday night game. We're getting a yeah. Sunday night game. It just happens to be against the Dodgers in Mexico. But it's pretty cool. I think it's good for baseball. I'm never a fan of the NFL playing in London. Now there's yeah. all the talk that they're going to have a Super Bowl in London or they're pushing for it. Whatever. Uh, uh, this this makes sense. This yeah. makes sense because obviously you have Mexican uh, baseball players. And you have Christian Villanueva now. Yeah. going to be the big star going on there. I'm sure when they put nice. this game together – the Dodgers thought their their Julio Urias was going to be yeah. able to play, and unfortunately for them, no. So the Dodgers don't have anyone, but Christian Villanueva is the big guy. Yeah, it's going to be you know the, the big. Who would have guessed when spring training this series would mean Christian Villanueva's homecoming? Pretty cool, right? Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Austin Hedges down. You afraid that's going to be Tommy John? Boy, I hope not. It's funny. I can't remember Tommy John on a catcher before. Yeah, you know, right. pitchers all the time, but on a catcher, no, that would be very frustrating for the Padres, for Austin Hedges, I'm sure too. Thinking, man, he goes on. You know, yeah. I'm a young guy. I'm trying to prove I, I I can obviously play defensively. What can I do with my bat right now? If he can't give it to defensively, what good is he? It's frustrating. The most frustrating thing thing I think right now with the Padre baseball when you watch over mm -hmm. time and maybe as long as we've been following this team. Every guy that once wore a Padre uniform always sticks it to him. Jesus it? Christ, right? I mean, oh my God. It doesn't matter how shitty Matt Kemp is or yeah. Grandal or as we saw Nick Hunley. Holy fuck, man. Nick it happens Hunley. all the time. Nick Hunley. And you sit there and go, oh, what the hell? You know, what's going on? But it is, it is frustrating when guys that you got rid of, not only do they become great, but they stick it to you. Jed Jerko, they stick it to you every fucking time. Yeah. It's funny. I was looking at guys the other day because we had talked about money spent. Yeah. Lance Lynn is having a horrible year for the Twins. I mean, he's off to a horrible yeah. start, the $12 million guy. But you, you see it, like, I, I remember seeing it with that team growing yeah. up. I mean, Rod Carew would come back and just kill that team, or Harmon Killebrew would come back and yeah. hit 10 home runs. I, I just think, but, yeah, it does feel like certain guys you just go, yeah. The sad thing is, Dave, um, you should know this by now, yeah. as somebody who's been watching – Padre games, um, the Padres have a lot of bad nights. And a lot of guys have had good nights against the Padres. And it's a little bit like when you spin the wheel of the, the twister game. Yeah. There's only so many colors on that wheel. Um, so when you when you run 10,000 players yeah. out of here, and a lot of them are still active, and you don't really have yeah. good Odds pitching. Odds are you're going to get it. 
Yeah, odds are one or the other. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make you a power bottom, and you're gonna <laughs> say <laughs> whether you want to say beat me or not. Yeah. They're gonna do it for you. Yeah, it's funny. You just said something that made me laugh. I think it was last week. You said it. You were, you got upset with someone, and you said you told a person go fuck a glory hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The line has been a, a favorite of, of so many people that listen to this podcast. They laugh yeah. all the time. Go fucking. I said, uh, I said to our guy, uh, I think I said to Brady in Dallas, we're giving a shit. That, that, that's right. But, <laughs> but you know why I said it to those guys? And Brady's yeah. like, oh, thanks. Um, because uh, Twitter has gotten really weird. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with a couple of people tonight. Like Brady, Dallas, Woods. Our boy Leisure Fryer, there are guys that are just like really um, funny, you know, uh, on Twitter. And I, I love Brady and I love Dallas. I, Brady was like the original in, in my uh, apologies to any of you that, that may have been on Twitter or blogs or whatever else. But I just remember people talking about Brady early on and then following him. And dude, that shit that he does with the pancakes. It's and, insane. And, what a insanely good cause for the water that he does for clean water. And I, shit, Dave, if you want to do, um, if you want to do uh, humane society and 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 piggyback what Brady did for that, bringing clean water, uh, there's our five right there. there I, I would do that in a second. Um, but I became such a big fan over the last couple of years uh, of these guys that that do Padre Twitter yeah. and 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 blogs. And they're just really funny. So when we were at the Cali Comfort thing, uh, Dallas and and Brady invited us onto that podcast. Well, they had 19 different guys on before us. I think they had the cook on and the valet guy. And I had my two sons with me. And so I liked those guys. And I would have had a blast just talking to them because the kept faith is great. And what Brady does is great at lob shots. And, uh, but we just, we had to cut out. So then they, I... I knew we were going to get killed. I knew we were going to get killed, and I thought it was funny as shit. But I'm only just, yeah. I, I like those guys. But the thing is, what I have found, and I was telling Woods this tonight, um, there are some really, really weird people that are on Twitter. And so me, like, I, I don't care. You can fuck around and give me shit or show sucks you suck i i laugh but then i'll fuck with you back but then you find some people where you go like fryer right all those guys that's just it's just all a big fuck around session yes, of course and then you find it like i i talked to woods and, and darren tonight about a couple uh guys on twitter i go they're they're just fucking nuts <laughs> like these guys are legitimately just fucking nuts and so all you do is you just mute them out yeah. you, just, you just fucking mute them out but uh but those guys, the glory hole thing, that was just fucking around with Brady so, in Dallas. All right, so you mentioned, the, the, it's funny, the glory hole thing. So a mutual friend of ours calls me yesterday, okay. and he goes, man, I've been thinking about Jeff's line. It goes, it's funny as shit. You about know? the glory hole? The glory hole. Then he asked me, he goes, have you ever stuck your dick in a glory hole? I go, <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> and he goes, I go, have you? He goes, no. But he goes, have you thought about it? I go, no, I wouldn't even know where to go. I said, yeah. but no. He, so then he plays the what if game with me. And okay. I said, all right, I'm asking Jeff the what, Let me hear. The what if game. All right, gun to your head. You got to stick it, stick it through the hole. All right. Okay. Here are your options on the other side. Okay. Okay. It's a girl that's going to give you chlamydia. <laughs> huh? 
It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be uh, a hole filled with fire ants. Oh! Or it's gonna be a guy. Oh shit! Uh... <laughs> and he said, "Put them in." He said, "Put them in order." And we both went with the same order, which made me laugh. I go, "All right." I wish Woods was part of this because I know he's gonna listen to this shit. Going, I know, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I want his response tomorrow. Here's the deal. All right, I'll give you. Should I want me to give my order first? You want to tell me yours? I think I'd go fire ants one. <laughs> I think I go fire ants one. Okay. Um. Hmm. I go fire ants one, and then uh, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go chlamydia two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and you're going the guy three. All of us put the guy three. Okay. And not uh, we aren't homophobes. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> what if the guy's George Michael? You go. He's a he's a nice looking fella. So I went chlamydia one, fire ants two, the guy three, and I. Yeah. We all were like, it. like, but they're like, dude, penicillin, clear that shit right up. Don't worry about Is it. Is that right? <laughs> when it was funny, as all of us were like, oh, Don, if I could better not be a guy on the other side. <laughs> and so obviously, whenever I say mutual friend, you know exactly which friend I'm talking about. Of course, about. yes. But I was laughing that he took your line, which he thought was hilarious, into, all right, here's the what-if game. Here, that's the game, by the way, when your kids get older, they're going to throw what-ifs at you in the backseat of the car. Well, I hope long. it's a little different than that one. It, don't be surprised if it's not very <laughs> very similar when they're about it, to uh, get That, to me, has always been like a myth like the, like the donkey show. And I said to you, this has got to be, I don't know, a while back, my, my buddy Boom and I were down. My two favorite stories about my buddy Boom, we were in TJ. And when you used to be able to go to Caliente and not have to worry about ending up in a big, you know, vat of lye burning. Yeah. Um, we'd go across. And so we would, I love betting baseball parlays. Like if they ever legalize sports gambling in California, I'm just going to bet $5 baseball parlays all day. It's my favorite thing in the world to bet. Three team, four yeah. team, just betting them yeah. and, and having a great time. And so uh, that's what I would do. We would go down there, and you could eat like a champion and have a few beers, and then I'd put in five or six baseball parlay tickets. You could usually hit one or two, depending on the combination. But we had been at Highlight. We bet at Highlight because I loved watching Highlight, too, because you ever seen Highlight live? No, never seen it live. These these Highlight guys look like they just fucking – like they, there's no athletic training at all. Like I, I think they smoke while they're in the line waiting to go. And they all have their their name on their shirt. And you go like, you'd be like, "Come on, Javi, here we go, baby, here we go." And uh, Javi was uh, Javi looked like Guillermo from from the Kimmel Show. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. And Javi would go out there and he'd be playing some guy that looked like fucking uh, Ricky Martin. You know, and I'm like, shit. I don't know that I like my chances here, right? You go, uh, goddamn Ricky Martin over there. Looks like he's he's flung the ball a few yeah. times. <laughs> Ricky you Martin has. You son of a bitch. Sorry. Good morning. Sure. Good morning. <laughs> so sure enough, sure enough, fucking Ricky would, uh, or whoever. I'm just trying to think okay. like a big physical specimen okay dustin johnson who i always think about is a great shape golfer yeah well there's no yeah. there's no fuck what do you want? i don't know any guy well, there's no guy named gringos playing highlight <laughs> Goddamn gringos. Okay. all right 
Well, Jesus I guess not. Christ. I just told you I've never seen it in person. All these dudes, they, John Carlos Stanton. Okay. Fine. Oh, he's Italian. Shut up. Are you fighting with yourself? No, I'm just, I can hear tomorrow. I can see my Twitter. No, I'm not fighting with myself. I know it's going to come to me on Twitter. I got, we got yelled at, by the way, because you said Matt Patricia coaching, uh, what do you say, coaching the Colts? And that's the, they say he's coaching the Lions, asshole. Oh, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Sorry, sorry that I have a life and don't pay attention to those facts. Sorry. Is that what you're accusing me of? That I have a life and that I didn't know that Frank Reich is the coach of the Colts? Is that what you're accusing me of? It's pretty bold that I have a life and I don't pay attention to Lions football. Fuck you. So, uh, so my man Javi, and I'd be like, there's like seven yeah. guys in these lines, right? Yeah. So I'm about four Pacificos into the day. Here we go, Javi. Let's go, babe. All right, here we go. Can he hear you? Or you're just behind the glass. There's a fucking fence, or not even a fence. It's like a, it's like a baseball netting. Oh, he can hear you straight up. He's looking right at me. He's got his little fucking helmet on. His goddamn <laughs> banana shell. <laughs> and uh, so we'd be, come on, Javi. Here we go. This is your day. Yeah. And he'd fucking get up there, and this fucking machine would just boom off the wall, fucking ding Javi in the head. Yeah. Javi's out, back of the line. And uh, and I'd always be like, God, hey, hey, we're okay. And you'd always hear some guy in the back, fuck you, Javi. You fuck. And he'd be like, hey, fuck you. What do you fuck you back? Are you saying Spanish or are you saying English? Who knows? I'm just sitting down there. But they would, like at a certain point, the guys in the line end up, Heard enough of the chirping. That's yeah. why I was always yeah. respectful. Yeah. <laughs> a little friendly applause, no patronizing. And then all of a sudden, there'd be one guy kind of up top. Kind of reminded me of my boy, Dave Dodd. A little shout out to my man. And uh, but Dave Dodd would respect the highlight players. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there'd always be one guy just came over. I'm trying to think, who would it be? <laughs> Whoever it would be. Probably be like Thor. You know, yeah. he'd, he'd be loud. We'd have to rein him in. And uh, so we go, we're we're betting high line. Yeah. So I go, all right, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Javi fucked us. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to Unicornio. I gotta sort my tickets out. It was about one thirty on a Thursday afternoon. Bunch of day baseball going on. Yeah. You can imagine what the cl- crowds like. You ever been to Club Unicornio, Dave? No. Really? No, no, I haven't. Okay, Club Unicornio is right on the corner of Revolution, right okay. across the street from yeah. Highlight, and uh, it's a gentleman's club. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it's a Thursday afternoon. Like I said, it's probably. I mean, we're playing. We're betting East Coast baseball, so uh, it's like eleven in the morning. So we go down, and and uh, there's a uh, one female entertainer. And she would not be mistaken for any of the Kardashian sisters. And she would not, sadly, would not be invited to be part of Maxim or Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. Or the Christmas party. Or the Christmas party. But goddamn if she wasn't shaking a tail feather around that stage. So she comes over to me and my buddy Boom. Yeah. And we're trying to get everything kind of sorted out. Our tickets, what do we like? What combos do we have? The whole thing. Hey! She puts the two hands out about... Hip level. Hey, like, oh, because we're classy, we're respectful, and we say, uh, no, not right now, no, thank you. She looked at us and keeps shuffling around the stage. So we're sitting, we have a Takati 
I'm facing the stage. I can see her. Boom has her is back to her. Yeah. Comes around a second time. Now she was not really welcoming in her first stop. Yeah. And now she's even less welcoming. Hey. <laughs> and I go, uh, no, you know, we're okay. And I think we're the only people in the bar that are not either asleep or, or trannies. Got it. So, uh, so she goes around again. And like I said, you know, strike one, strike two. Now yeah. she's pissed. Um, as she's made her way around the stage, kind of halfway around the second time, she's removed all articles of clothing. Okay. And apparently, uh, Brazil and TJ are two completely different worlds because you're like, God damn, if you have that stubborn stain on the bottom of your cast iron pan, I found the lady to help you. This chick has got <laughs> Brillo pen. But uh, as I said, she maybe having an off day. Yeah. Was not part of the Tijuana Chamber of Commerce. And she comes back and my buddy Boom has his back to her. So me, knowing how this is going to play out. Yeah. I look at her as she's making her way up. And I go, nah, I just wave her off. Now I'm kind of a jerk. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to, I was nice to you the first two times, honey. Yeah. And it got me nowhere. So I, I go, no, I lay down the line. Yes. No. And she comes over and she grabs my buddy boom by the ears. And she goes, ay, 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 ay. and she buried his head. He, he looked like Gene fucking shallow. <laughs> he disappeared. He disappeared into a big black yeah. pile of quicksand. He was gone. And I I screamed in in laughter and joy. And I immediately tipped her out 20 bucks. He, was he okay when he came back from the abyss? He was not okay. He looked like a guy that had seen a dead body. Like, uh, he looked like Richard Dreyfuss in that scene from Jaws when they go under the water and the yeah. head pops out. Yeah. <laughs> he was very rattled. He was a very rattled young man. <laughs> and I tipped her out. I said, that was great. Um, I don't know that he's recovered yet. But I remember her just grabbing him. He had no idea it was coming. Yeah. She just blindsided. Ay, 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 ay. And he just, Boop. he just went in. Boop. And I just remember yelling with glee. You gave her 20 bucks. I gave her 20. It was great. Greatest thing I've ever seen. Fuck him. I remind him of it all the time. So that was the one. So now, yeah. because he's a big fucking puss, yeah. we got to get out of there. And I keep telling him, go wash your face. Go wash your face. I think I see a black widow in your ear. Yeah. Just go wash your face because I'm not putting that water on my face. I go, so you're just going to walk around? I go, she fucked that guy over there in the corner for $3. You got that guy's fucking schmag all over your face. Go wash your face or shut up. We don't have a Kentucky Fried Chicken down here, you dick. 
I don't travel with little handy wipes. Just go wash your goddamn face before I punch you. He's like, ah, oh, he's taking like a napkin. He's pouring Takati. I have birds and birds. But like, <laughs> birds. <laughs> like you're telling an adult to go wash his face. <laughs> well, I was trying to get him to go put Tijuana water on his face yeah. so then he could come back and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't put the water on your face, you asshole. But he refused to take the bait. So now he just has this unnatural glow to him as we go out into the sunlight. Oh, my gosh. And he's so mad at me. Did you know she was going to do that? I, no. No. I, did you? I go, just keep your mouth shut, okay? You don't want anything that's on your chin making your way into your molars. You're done. <laughs> so, yeah, he shook up. He he reminds me like a guy that, you know, yeah. if he was a boxer, we'd probably want a guy on each elbow guiding him to his stool. <laughs> so we start heading uh, north on Revolution. And we're heading north on Revolution. Yep. And again, I'm having a hard time hiding my pure pleasure at what I've just seen. And he's really messed up. And so all of a sudden, this guy comes out of an alley. Yeah. Hey! I go, what? And he said, do you want to see the donkey show? <laughs> and I go, what? I go, no. I just, I just need Clemens. <laughs> I got Roger Clemens on three tickets. He goes, donkey got big cock. <laughs> donkey go, <laughs> chicko. <laughs> on donkey cock, donkey say, hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> and I go, and I look at my buddy, and he goes, I think we should go home. <laughs> He tapped out. Yeah, you think? You think? Holy shit! Yeah. So I may, I may rag City Heights, I may rag yeah. IB. You will never hear me say anything bad about TJ. Oh my god! I miss those days, man. That is so. I don't think my funny. buddy misses. Those no, days. he'll never go back. Donkey got <laughs> big cock. He's with Trump trying to figure out which wall to build. Yeah, he's like shit. <laughs> Girl suck cock. <laughs> Donkey say he huh he huh. I go, what do you think, boom? I, I, I would like to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> like the guy in Private Ryan asking for his mom. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, got to thank the sponsors that make this oh, possible. Can we do anything? Can oh, I do anything but a donkey show mention between fantastic. the sponsors? Okay, Alan Taylor, guaranteed left his ass off right there. Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. Here's the number, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Don't forget, Alan Taylor's your guy. Don't wait until the kids are out of school for summer break. Remodel your pool right now. Taylor made pools. They're the only ones to call in San Diego for a remodel. Look, old school upgrade, the tile. Uh, if you're having problems with the service, old equipment, don't wait. Look, save your money right now. Energy efficient pumps. Take advantage of several rebate programs starting today. TaylorMade Pools is offering Dave and Jeff listeners a $1,000 discount, $1,000 discount towards a full remodel. Call Alan or Stacy. Here's the number, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. Ask for details. Also, don't forget you can find them on Twitter as well. Alan Taylor's been absolutely fantastic. This offer is good through uh, August 2018. Don't forget, 20 years in San Diego, TaylorMade Pools. 
they're the guys for you. New construction, commercial, residential, you name it, full remodels. And also, don't forget, everyone's going to that saltwater technology. Alan's on top of that. Waterfalls, grotto slides. Jeff, you mentioned all the time. Talk about the grotto. Talk about the staycation. Look yep. like you have in your backyard. I know you're looking for a house sometime uh, in the next few months. But you can't tell me you aren't thinking about how great it would be to have a pool, especially with two little ones. Well, and and a major, major shout out to our friend Al Horton, Voice of the Wolves. And Al Horton heard me mention that as a mere lad, and by the way, Nick Canapa, don't 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 mock my days cleaning <laughs> pools, Nick. Well, you were running around selling cigarettes in Little Italy. I was working for a living, all right? I was twelve. Okay, I wasn't sitting around behind the waterfront <laughs> playing jacks till I was 19 like you did till Bill Center bailed you out. <laughs> I was doing something with my life. And you know what I was doing? I was cleaning pools. And I mentioned 97 West 77th Street, Richfield, Minnesota, New Orleans Court. I was there and I loved it. Best job ever. One of the greatest days professionally I ever had was when I was about 11 years old and they gave me the key to the pool shed. You know what that meant? That, what meant, that, I, mean? that meant I got to check the chlorine level. There you go. And you go, shit, man, when you're 11, you go, dude, I got a little responsibility. Yes, you I, do. So I mentioned that. Our friend Al Horton, God bless him, drove over to New Orleans Court in Minneapolis and sent me a picture of my really cool. old unit, which I have not seen in forever. And he took a picture of a really sad-looking pool. And... uh I'll just point this out. When I was a kid, at the age of 12, that pool looked like the goddamn Taj Mahal. It looked nice. Yeah. Every bathing beauty from the complex was there. And I said to Dave, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I took a great deal of pride in my work, and they enjoyed it as well. And if that carries over into my friendship with the great Lisa Ann, hey, so be it. <laughs> no ring on my left finger anymore. I don't have any lies to tell. So then uh, our friend Dave Dodd, I just mentioned him, who's been a great supporter of this podcast, sends a very funny-looking picture from a pool in Chula Vista, and he goes, when I get back to town, I'll get together with you, Dave, and Alan, Alan Taylor, and I'll tell you stories about that pool. And I go, I'm going to go. <laughs> and I'll tell you, gringo, I'll be there. And I'll tell you the other thing, which I pointed out, you give me and the fine staff at Taylor Made Pools about 36 hours, and we'll have that pool in Chula Vista Absolutely. looking like the goddamn Taj Mahal. <laughs> Every girl, you want Aloha Taylor out there? Okay, that's how it works. That's you how start it with the call. Now, I've made myself available. I, I don't think my days of cleaning the pool, I, I kind of think you know. Every great knows when it's time to hang it up. I probably hang yeah. it up, but I could probably go out and, and as – Great managers understand the way to kind of overlook a job and make sure the team's working hard. I'm happy to do that for Alan. I've already stated that. Um, he posted a picture on Twitter. Did you see that pool he built? Yeah. That was beautiful, it man, is. right? does a fantastic job. Yeah. You name it. He does it all. And the thing is, they have great 3D designs. You'll get an idea of what they do and what they can do for you. Again, here, here's Alan's number, 619-449-4452. One thing, too, that we want to remind you is – it's not just for people that need a new pool. You need that pool remodeled, and he'll come over and remodel yeah. it, make it look really nice. Love that guy. Great. I also want to thank Brian Curry. Don't forget about oh, Brian Curry. Yeah. 
He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for the last 20 years. He is the top guy. He's the best guy in San Diego. We wouldn't recommend him if he wasn't great. We just happen to have him part of this podcast. We couldn't be happier as well. Brian Curry, BrianCurryRealEstate.com. Easy to get a hold of him. 619-251-1588. Doesn't matter what part of San Diego you're looking at. Yeah, Brian Curry knows it. Brian Curry knows the area. He knows it all the way from Encinitas. He knows Del Mar. He even knows IB. Even Jeff has no Shut interest up. in IB. He even knows El Cajon. He knows everywhere. He'll take you wherever you want to go. Brian Curry is your guy. He'll tell you what fits best for your budget and put you in the best house possible. I think Fletcher Hills is part of El Cajon, isn't it? I'm not sure. I don't know the area. It's like everyone I know lately lives in La Mesa. It's like everywhere I go, right? where do you live? Everyone says La Mesa. Love it over there, man. You know, he, uh, Brian Curry, when you're doing it, it's funny. I talked to uh, a really good friend of ours tonight who is struggling going through a refi. And it is was told that it was going to be 30 days and, and it is now at the six week point and there's like anybody when you're doing yeah. a refi that leads to something else and and i just was talking to this friend of ours tonight about the entire thing that you go through as a homeowner the challenges that you go through as a homeowner the pressure the stress everything else this friend of mine was just saying tonight she goes i never sleep I said to her, it's funny, driving down here, I said, well, I will be back in the market for a house pretty quick. Yeah. And she said, oh, man, isn't that the crazy time? And I said, not really. And I said, because my man Brian Curry is leading the charge. Yeah. And what I tell everybody is be smart enough to know what you don't know and let the experts take care of you. And, Dave, that's why... Uh, I just I couldn't be more thrilled that he is part of our team because, yeah, I'm moving forward to that. And once we kind of get everything figured out and I know what my budget is and I know where I want to go, I know I'm in perfect hands. And, yeah, maybe it works out where I can find a place that has a pool, doesn't, and we can get Allen over. But um, I just think when you go through peace of mind, for finding your place, I challenge you to find me a guy that's not wasting all day looking at his telescope, chasing dreams. I got a guy that's actually gunning it. Yeah. Find me a better guy from every step of the way than Brian Curry. It's not going to happen. A former military guy. Don't forget, right? Brian Curry, full service broker with access to the best professionals in the mortgage business, home inspection, home services, title, various contractors, and other home service providers. Don't forget Brian Curry's number, 619 651-1588. Happy plumbing, because of one of the same. We say this all the time. You're going to go through Brian Curry. You're also going to call over Blake and Travis over at Happy Plumbing, 619-433-4943-433-4943. Happy Plumbing, 24-hour service, seven days a week. It's the one number you'll keep in your phone and go, man, I hope I don't have to call this number. You will. We all mm-hmm. do. We all have to call a plumber, and it's when you least expect it, when you go, no, what am I going to do? Blake and Travis are going to take care of you. They're going to put you in a mm-hmm. situation where you're going, I'm just going to call a plumber. It's going to kill me. Look, upfront flat rate pricing, no travel charges, courteous uniform professionals, licensed and insured. Don't worry about the guys over Happy Plumbing because they'll take care of you. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I mentioned in my office uh, the other day, it was a little bit nervous yeah, because they had a leak. Yeah. And I said, call Blake, call Travis, happy plumbing right now. And our main guy up front said, man, I'd love to. He said, we, we don't own the building. It's the building makes the call. So they called somebody else. And you know what I did? Because I'm, I'm loyal. I stared down the other guy. <laughs> All day long.
I just looked at him. Every time we looked over, you were just staring. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah. You know what I know. Yeah. Did you do that move where you put your finger next to your eye and just run it down your, your cheek like you're crying? Yeah. I just, I just, he knew that I knew that he wasn't happy plumbing. He was sad day plumbing. <laughs> and uh, look, he, I was just like, I'm Blake and Travis guy. Yeah. Those are my guys right there. Man, there is nothing more nerve wracking than when you have a leak. And you know why? Because it does damage to everything. It can affect. I mean, we went through it. I went through yeah. it with the main line. It, you know, it ended up having to do change the tile, change the drywall, change the fixtures, right? The vanity had to come out. Oh, my gosh, man, from a slab leak. Then all of a sudden, drywall and pipes, and, and it's just, it's unbelievable. That's why, Dave, when you talk about the free estimates and everything that Blake and Travis do, and, and somebody said, uh, told us on Twitter the other day, boy, you got a lot of homeowner guys. I go, no, we have a lot of great guys. Yeah, we do. We have a lot of great guys. They may have common threads that it, that it works um, towards people that are homeowners, but even if you rent, you can have plumbing issues. Uh, when I move in, I, I can't emphasize this enough. That drain cleaning deal, it's absolutely, when when BC and I find the place, next call I make is to is the Blake and Travis going, dudes, here's the key. I'll see you. I'm going to go watch the Avengers. Let me know when you got everything. You know, maybe my, my friend from TJ yeah. lives there. Oh, boy. God It'll be damn. a long afternoon. It'll be a long afternoon. They pull something out of there. Who knows what? And I'll just tell Blake Travis, take that all down to the trash over there, light a candle uh, when you leave, and uh, and I'll I'll see you crazy bastards later. Blake and Travis, some of the services they offer, drain cleaning and repairs, faucet leak repairs, water treatment system, tankless water. Ooh. Water heaters, and don't forget the $99 drain cleaning, any drain, $99. That water treatment thing that you mentioned, too, yeah. we, we skip over that too often. That is really nice because that's the other thing. How much, think about this, just staying with those guys. Yeah. How much, you're a bottled water guy, right? Oh, yeah, all the time. How, how much do you go through as far as? Probably about three cases a week. Right? Three cases of water a week, yeah. But you, know, you understand yeah. that he, a, a guy that we occasionally yeah. mention, Blake, could probably send me a lot of money. Could probably come down and make yeah. that water because yeah. really, what you're drinking, it's, it's just glorified tap water. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not like they're running it through. It's not like they got 27 elves that are still there <laughs> filtering your water. No, they're not. All right. Well, you can wait, Blake. I'm just telling you, the second part of our job is going to be clean the drain, run everything down yeah. to the trash can, including your rubber gloves, light the candle, yeah, and then come back and and adjust. The water pressure, right? And yep. they do that water treatment. So if my kids are over and they're brushing their teeth, I mean, you see it all the time. Where was that picture I just saw today on Twitter? Somebody has that, I mean, Flint, Michigan, and, and the stuff that Brady did. God dang, we take we take clean water for granted. Like, so many things we take for granted. But there's okay water, which yeah. we probably get out of the tap, and then there's really, really good water. 
And, and Blake and Travis will take care of that for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well. Make sure you give them a call. Well, look, we tell you all the time the advertisers make it so you guys don't have to pay for this podcast and give us the opportunity to show up and do it for you a few times a week. We have a brand new advertiser. Yes. Jeff mentioned him just a little bit the other night, but here's the deal. Here's some more details on it. Can't thank Daniel Tyler enough. Superior Fence Company. How cool is that? Done a fantastic job. They've been in business since 2005. And look, when you talk about guys who advertise and want to be part of the podcast a big fan of the show that said you know I want to be part of this this yeah. is something that's going in the right direction absolutely fantastic here here it is superior fence company here's the phone number put this in your phone as well 760-745-4846 760-745-4846 the website is san diego superior fence.com san diego superior fence Dot com And look, those guys have done a fantastic job for years. They can't stay in business that long if they aren't doing a great job. Most of their business is in the North County, especially above the 56, but they'll travel oh, all yeah. over San Diego County, all over San Diego County. And when I when I talked to Daniel the other day, I have where I live. I'm one of those areas where everyone has kind of has that wood fence that mm -hmm. kind of comes with it. Yep. But nothing looks better than those cast iron fences, right? Aren't those cool. Those are cool. And when you sit and say, "Hey, I offer that as well," they do it all. Free estimates, even Saturdays, vinyl fences. From white to dark colors, they do them all. Chain link, they do those also. They do everything you you know that you possibly need. As he says, no problem for everything, no problem. We'll get it done. Look them up. People love them. They have an A plus rating with uh, BBB, fully licensed and insured. Again, the website is San Diego Superior Fantastic job, and we got them on Twitter as well. Here it is on Twitter. SD Superior Fence. I love how the fact that all our advertisers talk to each other. It's really cool. I think it's great. Yeah. I, I love the fact they bound together. How about you do me a favor, okay? Yeah. Because Daniel, not you, I'm not too <laughs> worried about you. When you're requesting that Superior Fence, don't request a knot hole in the fence, you sick bastards. Okay? That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not what he's doing. <laughs> okay? Now, we're not We're not here playing games. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a straight, beautiful fence, wrought iron, vinyl. Here's the other thing, okay? He's not doing that uh, movable billboard fence, right? No. You, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it changes panels or anything like you see it. We're not doing that either, okay? <laughs> not, he's not painting pictures on there. Goddamn guy's got a job to do. The phone rings all the time. The really great thing, and you kind of skipped over it right there, but let's let's really drive the point home. We know the only kind of fences that they have in two cities that'll remain mentioned are barbed wire fences. He's not doing stuff like that, okay? <laughs> That's why it stays north of the 56. Because you're not going to see that in Del Mar. You're not going to see it in Encinitas, Quaaludia. You're not going to see it in Oceanside or Cardiff. But if you need to come south, La Mesa, El Cajon, Eastlake, yeah, he'll he'll consider it. But you two cities, you know who you are. <laughs> We're not, we're not interested in hearing from you. Here's Daniel's direct number again, 760-745-4846. All right. Um, I had something I was going to mention. Um, we are putting the event together. That's really a, a big thing yeah. right now is the, the events come together. Um, I, I think we should reach out to Nicole Eggert. Bring her down? I think she'd like it. I think she would do it. What I what I what I like is that um, does it make you a little nervous having Lisa Ann and Nicole Eggert in the room at the same time? Is it bringing sand to the beach? No, <laughs> I like it. I like the other day when Dave said uh, when John Hoover said uh, <laughs> I'm offering up the Omni Club tickets. 
and you said, I'm going to outbid you, and I'm going to take Lisa Ann, and you can pound sand. And then I said, uh, I'm going to outbid you. I'm going to take Nicole Ager. Yeah. Hashtag no wilted flower. Hashtag no stonewashed jeans. That's my favorite. Hashtag no Dracar. <laughs> and then, what happened, Dave? Nicole? Bo- both Nic- of them liked it yeah! right away. They both liked it right away. Nicole liked it. I was like, what the hell? Did um, you smell that Dracar? Damn it. Yeah. I don't know if she, um, I hope she could make it. You know, I, I just, this whole, I don't know enough about the, the Scott Bayo yeah. thing with her. I just know that she was really likable yeah. when she was on the show. She got the biggest she kick out cool of your story. Yeah, right? it's really funny. I'll, I will get messages, direct messages for about for Scott Bayo. She'll ask me certain questions like, am I handling this okay? Did I come off wrong here? Did I come boom, boom, boom? And it's so strange to me that 30 years later, here we are, yeah. and she talks to me like a friend, like a advice deal. It's kind of, kind of funny. What I appreciated today was I posted a picture of my buddy Cheech yeah. who passed away, and, and I mentioned it. And all of a sudden, like, my phone buzzes, and you go, Nicole Eggert, like, your thing. And you go, man, that's just... That's cool. Like, there's enough going yeah. on with her day, and, and she's got other things going on. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll reach out yeah. to her and, and invite her and make her part of it. Um, like I said, I don't know yet where it's going to be. Um, we'll talk to Lisa and I don't, I'm hoping to talk to her before Sunday and to get an idea of at least starting with the date. Yeah. If we can pin down a date, that will be good because then I can get to John and our other buddy about, um, getting those things because I would, I'd like, if I can tell you, Hey, we've got, if John can say, Hey, this particular night against the giants, the games, then we can, we can kind of lock that up too. Um, but yeah, we would like you to be a part of it. What, what the challenge is just being honest, I don't know how many people it makes sense to have at the event. And I, I honestly don't know what, what we want to do as far as an admission fee into the event, because you go, well, if we did a hundred people and we made it 40 bucks to get in. Right, a forty dollar donation. I think that's about four grand to start yeah. with, right there. And if we got the the Padre tickets and we've got some golf, maybe we come up with a couple other things between now and then. And and shit, you know, maybe maybe you know we can talk Sean into yeah. doing some pulled pork sandwiches for five bucks each. Maybe we can get kind of close to five grand. Yeah. And now this friend of mine tonight said, um. You're going to get past that. And and here's the thing that I wanted to bring up that, that we found out this week. Honestly, I sit here with Dave. I sit with Dave in this garage. Dave's got a TV on. We're watching the Angel game. Voting for pools to get 3,000. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, Dave and I just sit here and bullshit, right? I yeah. mean, it's just like. These we are do, our phone conversations before phone we turn the mic, mic on. Costa's going to kill me that I played that it's voicemail. Great. I don't care. Uh, my buddy Boom, if he listens to this thing, is going to lose his shit. I told that story. I don't care. <laughs> Dave Marcus is going to be upset. Dave Marcus is going to kill me. I don't care. Um, but we had miserable Padre fan in here last week. Yeah, uh, the show's on Stitcher now too. Yeah, we got it on Stitcher. Should be on Google Play for you uh, within a few days. Okay, so we we are expanding the show. 
What we found out the other day absolutely blew my mind. And I think you would say the same. Yeah. We do two shows a week. What are we at right now, time-wise? How long have we gone? We've gone an hour 50. Okay. So we'll be out of here in under two. We had over, and they're verifiable numbers. Yeah. Over 500,000 downloads of this podcast on SoundCloud alone. Just SoundCloud. And most people listen through iTunes, also the website, but most people go through iTunes. So you're, yeah. if you figure SoundCloud's 500,000, it's well over a million people. We, we're, we're pretty confident yeah. in saying because of the feedback that we get from you, um, how many of you listen on iTunes and looking at the SoundCloud numbers, I will also tell you this. When Sam Bass was here just a couple of weeks ago, that number was about 250,000. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I'm absolutely blown away by that and incredibly grateful. And I know Dave feels the same yeah, way. Especially when you see that it's all over the world, that you're seeing so many people man, all over the world. Oh, man. And I imagine that goes to our military. Uh, it's, it's crazy. It really is crazy where it's at. And so, like when people go, um, hey, you know, are you, are you talking to 1090? No, we're not. Because what, what the traditional radio station doesn't do that has been a huge eye-opener for me and Dave is you will be called in to a meeting and you will be told if you're uh, on morning drive or let's use midday because okay. nobody here does middays. Uh, you know, Dave and Jeff, you're, you're, man, your number's from 9.30 to 9.45. They're a little low, boys. A little low. We could probably use a little bit more uh, uh, San Diego Seals talk, right? Or, or yes, whatever. you're right. That's how it goes. Come on, man. This is, and and Dave and I and, and every guy locally sits there and takes this shit. We fucking listen to it. Like some dipshit that's never done a show in his life, doesn't know what it's like to turn a mic on, Hey, 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 here's the data right here, man. 9.30, 9.45, it's struggling. Well, where the game has changed is now when we go, okay, well, let me see the download numbers. Let me see the download numbers for the show. Whoa, what? Yeah, they won't show them to you. And for years, radio stations have not shared with the majority of shows. I don't know if it's all shows, but they haven't shared that with the host. Yeah. And a lot of us, this show... We're too dumb to ask. We didn't care. So now we come here and we do this show two nights a week and we tell you stupid stories about a donkey show. <laughs> and for whatever reason, you guys have accepted it and we thank you for that. But there is, I don't think there's going to be any radio station locally that is going to be willing to say, hey, David, Jeff, 930, Really, let me see the downloads because our downloads were 250,000 yeah. downloads since the last time Sam Bass was here. Yeah. They don't want to do that. No. They know that you no longer listen when it's convenient to us. It's when it's convenient to you. That's why Dave and I don't know anything about computers, but our thanks to Eric, miserable Padre fan, who came down and said, guys, I will help you. I can't thank Kyle Fluger enough who said uh, he's going to help us redesign the website. Yeah. And Kyle, if you hear this, I gotcha. I just, it's been kind of a crazy couple of days, um, but we're Kyle Fluger. We're going to completely change over DaveAndJeffShow.com, and Kyle's going to help us do it. Yeah. It's going to look great. 
uh, ideas. If you have ideas for what you want on the website, let me know. The other guy I want to thank is how many people have reached out and given us information. And I want to say uh, a Rob, uh, Rob Harrington. Rob Harrington sent me great information on Patron. Am I saying that right? Um, Patron's the tequila. Yeah. Um, no, you're thinking Patreon. Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. yeah like, I could use the tequila, I we, too. I, I thought we just had a tequila sponsor. Fuck. No. Uh, but Rob sent me some really cool information on Patreon. And that is probably going to be something that we are going to do. Um, the way it works is uh, what he suggested is that there would be the normal two-hour shows, two yep. nights a week. But if you are a subscriber on Patreon and you 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 know you're you're a member and you you spend a few bucks, we're not going to make it crazy on you. There'll be that bonus third show. Yeah, perfect. So what our feeling is from me and Dave, and we'll talk about it with with you know Dan and Al and Curry and and Blake. Um, and everybody else, um, we feel like we we are still taking care of the hardcores that have been the 500,000 downloads, but we understand that there are some of you that may be in a position um, that say, yeah, I'll spend a few yeah. bucks and get that third show, the bonus show, and and it can it can work. That's been a challenge for us. We're, there's going to be, uh, Sean Walcheff has been great. The Dave and Jeff store is coming. Why? Because it's going to be fun. And uh, and Sean has been an incredible support and saying, dude, we can do mugs. We can do mouse pads, bowling, dicky shirts, right? All these things yeah. we wanted to do um, to to get it out. And, and the one thing Dave and I, what have we said in every conversation? We'll do it. But it's got to be something that the average guy that listens to this show, we can't do $95 coffee mugs, right? We, <laughs> we just can't. Plus, Dave's coaching baseball every night. Yeah, I'm working every day. You know, this is not a full time gig, but but the show is growing, and the reason it's growing is because of people like you that have liked it, that have sent it to friends, that have allowed this show to jump from 250 thousand downloads to over 500 thousand on SoundCloud alone, which tells me and Dave we have to be close to if not over a million downloads that is yeah. mind numbing numbers to us as i said to somebody at intercom today when they're like yeah we've been thinking about you guys i said you should <laughs> i go we got a million downloads i said they're verifiable numbers yeah and i said plus we've got seven very loyal sponsors and we're about to add three more i go yeah we have a much bigger footprint than your fucking morning show does and it's proven but the reason it is the reason why we can go out and, and start talking about doing something to give back to suicide prevention, that's absolutely part of it, not only in, in the memory of Dave's father, but that's also yep. a direct shot at guys like Kevin Klein. Of course. It is what it is. Of course. But ultimately, it's it's to do a good thing. It, it's not about, we're aware of yeah. it. People are like, oh, wow, it's kind of ironic. No, it's not. Dave's dad. Dave's dad went through it. Dave's family is going through it. Um, Lisa Ann. We told you I had a friendship with August Ames, and uh, and she's going through it, and it means a lot to this show, and we know a lot of you have been touched by it, uh, Bob McElroy, and we're thrilled because, uh, honestly, 
1090 does the 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 thing for the homeless every year. It's a great thing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't listen to extra enough to know if they're doing anything, so I can't accuse them of not doing it. Um, I don't listen to 97.3, so I can't accuse them of not doing it. But um, but we're really happy that we can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I, I think it's going to be a really great event. And, and Brady, uh, Phelps, yeah, I fucked with you about the glory hole thing. <laughs> but um, But I love what Brady did, a grassroots thing, where he would do the pancake and it, it sent some money off to to make clean water. What a fantastic thing. Uh, we're, we're proud of our partnership with Blake and Dave, if, if you're cool with that. Yes, I would. I would like to do that. And then um, what always meant a lot to me was um, uh, the the Rancho Coastal Humane Society in Encinitas. Perfect. I used to get dogs and cats from there. My first dogs uh, in San Diego came from Rancho Coastal in Encinitas. And, uh, I love those guys. And, uh, and in the memory of my man, Shep, cool. uh, we will, uh, we'll send some money off their way. We want you to be a part of it. If you want to sponsor the show, if you have ideas in regards to Patreon, just if you want to communicate, uh, JP at yahoo.com JP at yahoo. I'm on Twitter at Jeff Don't be a fucking weirdo <laughs> like some of these other guys. Um, and Dave, what's your best? Dave's on uh, Yahoo. Yeah, or, or, Dave Pale at Yahoo.com. Dave Pale at Yahoo.com and Twitter, of course, at Dave Pale. But um, but seeing those numbers, uh, right? I mean, yep. Dave, when you saw those numbers, oh, it was, right? it was amazing. It was very, very cool how quickly things have jumped up. And so it shows you guys are liking the show. And we know it has to be word of mouth. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not like you guys multiplied. It's word of mouth. Yeah. So I, I am staying away from crazy, bold statements because I said we'd never be a subscription show. Well, we're trying to find a way where we can do Patreon, but still uh, respect the ones that have been there and yeah. still give you your two shows every week. Uh, we just may add a third show that would be a benefit for, for the Patreon people. Absolutely. We haven't got those details worked out, but um, the special events come in and all that shit. And um, guest-wise, uh, Chris Merrill... Chris Merrill wants to come on. We, we, we did it. We, we had a little conversation with Kaplan. We want to get Scott Kaplan yeah. to come on. But uh, Chris Merrill looks like he'll be the next one. Uh, Chris Merrill would be great. Kaplan would be great. I also want to thank um, Paul Rudy. I want to mention this because I'll forget. Uh, Paul Rudy at KUSI reached out tonight and said, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast. And he said, we're trying to do stuff a little different on KUSI. He was incredibly nice and invited us down. I'll be so honest with you. I hate that shit. I'm so goddamn. Hey, hey, how are you, Carlos Amesqua? Uh, it's at 5.45 Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, but um, Dave will be on. And plus, I'm we'll in it. North County till yeah. like we'll, 7 we'll, we'll get it out. But it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. Appreciate that Paul reached out to us for the great. chance. That we get a chance to promote this uh, podcast. Yeah. And so Paul's going to do that. And so... Uh, Will you be doing any um, in respect to our may, our man Joel or Greg Bergman or any of those guys? Will you be doing any live PSA reads? I will not be doing any live PSA, PSA reads. No, I will right. not. Uh, will you be? Uh, what else did you do on Channel Six that he hated? The, oh my gosh, Joel, T-shirt tech. Yeah. Um, oh well, Rick. God dang, he, he always ripped me all the time because of the. 
the one PSA read I had to do about the drunk driving. Yeah. That would give me 10 seconds of copy. But we'd make it 30. So I'd read it crazy slow and he goofed on me nonstop. Anyway, what are you going to do? We'll uh, we'll let you know when the whole thing with the KOSI airs. Sunday, we will be back, though, for another yep. podcast. We'll okay. see you Sunday. Thanks again for everybody. Thank you again to Intercom. Thanks to the Padres. And uh, we'll see you Sunday night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.